Welcome to part three. In part three, Laugh talks about his first big payday, um, which was the moment he realized just how much money he could make as a comedian. He also talks about the kinds of shows he prioritizes, the language he prefers to perform in, and whether any subjects are off limits for him as a comedian. Enjoy. When I'm getting my briefs, tell me, are you sure? And the moment I say the name, and somebody says that's going to be the name, I'm going to take you up. This is what you told me, you understand? So usually I will go to the person itself to pronounce it, you know, and if I can get on Google, I will just do that. Now, this, because that even gave me, that gave me a score, one of the um, the sponsorship I just signed. They told me I can't pronounce his name, so they gave me just his first name, India. So I think Chetrapo, I can't remember now, was quite, you know, but because I've studied some Indian literature in the past, <laughs> and then I said, that, I will mention uh, it, uh, Ayavadana, yeah. yeah. And then they said, uh, don't, I said, are we all? said, laugh up. The guy, we're not using that guy because of this name. I said, I can pronounce it, don't worry, I'll be fine. So when we were doing it, like, it was even um, an online thing. Only those in Lagos become the rest, everybody in the world. And I mentioned his full name, and this was the first thing this guy said. I like this MC very well. He pronounced my name very well. I think that is very smart of you. And I said, would you like me to sing you an Indian song? Go ahead, my friend. And then I sang that. This guy's good. This guy's good. <laughs> <laughs> and we have sponsorship now for my, 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 my show. That's you know? beautiful. Yeah. So we're having a new brand, you know, um, FMCG. They'll be coming. They have never been on my show before. So, I mean, we're going to announce by maybe the end of this week or next week. Now, which one? Back to this early story. A certain woman now came. I think it was Kaido. And she said, who is this guy? Who is this? She didn't just look at me once. Who is this one? And I was angry and confused at the same time. Wait, ah, Mutirashet. Seven five. Okay, you did, yeah. Mutiradivers. Now, divers in that time. Ah, 2005, I've been cooking. Ah, 15 kg low. The way to move from interview. Wow. I was cacked off. I'm not losing. And that's me. There was a job I did recently. They said the woman wanted to see two MCs and he's going to pick. And I told them, the woman she sees me, I'm getting a job. The A is if she, if she sees me, I cannot lose. It's not even me. There's just something I carry that I don't know how to explain. Is back to what the first question, which is that excitement. And it is well controlled and nurtured. Mm. You will know I love this job and I want to do it. You will just know. So, this woman was like, Who is this one? He said, is, uh, Then the guy, the owner, I think TJ, that's his name. TJ said, We've paid him. Whoa, they hadn't, actually. Well, they had agreed what they were going to pay me. That was my first 150,000 naira job. Wow. I'd never collected 100,000 naira before. I'd I'm sure I would have taken 50, yeah? Yeah. Of course, I've taken 60. Petran gave me 60. That, that, same, that same year or the year before. Yeah, because the year before I was in December. I was in Abuja December for, you know. So, I never collected it before. That's how he said, he said, what are you going to take? I'm like, um, you share your budget with me, sir. And I would, uh, so, my guy was like, don't cut yourself down. So, that they don't. Uh, so, what should I just say? Um, I'll take 300,000, sir. So I was saying the thing, and I was saying, ah, you want to lose Kini because we're, you don't even give my shot, because I'm a shot, too. But I know they use a big name. 
that year. So they can afford. That's it. You know what? I'll give you 150k. Okay? And that's it. Because it's your first time, sir. You know what? All those only show. All those only show. Yeah, first time. I'm about to share on you. In my mind, yeah. My boy, Mila, guys, you know me. What is it? What is it? Ah, I like love of life. We have done love of life this year. We have done love of life this year. As in, ah, that was the first year I was able to drop something for Jogo. Wow. You know, I was like, yeah, you know, so I was like, then this woman, so imagine that excitement though. This woman now came and said, Who is this one? Kai. I said, My name is Laugh Up, my man. Laugh Up, what? Kilo Shell need last time. Um, that woman said, He came late and he didn't pronounce my name. He's not getting the job. That's Mr. Watley. The British man, uh, Mr. One. And then, so I need to even go and Google him because, I mean, this is, I need to talk to him. I want to go and see him and I want him to. Have this discussion with me. I think I, I need we need to do a documentary on we need to do some autobiography and the rest of it. You know, and then the mom's like, I don't want that guy. So apparently she likes the the, the woman likes her, but nothing too they're just very I mean high-end, you know, ladies or professionals, okay. and then they control the industry and they know they need to get nothing but the best. And this was one of the reasons also again. This situation again was what also informed, you know, and inspired me to laugh up. You need to do well and you have to play big. Mm. Because it's stress doing 500 shows, you understand, in one year. If you have to do 100, just do it and be able to buy your house. You understand? I don't want to do 500 shows. You understand? Because this, the person involved here, and another name I'm going to call soon, they don't do 500 shows. As a matter of fact, they can't even do 500 shows a gay because they're even getting older. Do you get? So, and then the woman I was like, I don't want him close to my show. And I said, okay, you know what? Get Alibaba. We don't have Alibaba's budget. You said that to them? No, not, not me. So, it was, you know, the PR company, TJ, was saying, TJ owns the company that was managing the event. And I, we don't have Alibaba's budget because the budget you already gave me, you understand? Perhaps I'm taking maybe a quarter maybe half, less than half of the quarter or something. Maybe you're taking like one-tenth one of one what tenth Alibaba. And then she was, and I said, we don't have Alibaba's budget. So she was like, you, you know how clients will come. They will tell you that you want to say feel free and I tell you you don't want this one again because some other big men are coming. Because the consulars came. Wow. All the high commissions that are important to, they were there. You know, and then this woman brought out a check in my front. In 2008. And signed one million naira for she called Alibaba, give him this. Wow, and mention my name. Ah, as in, I was already sweating in my shoes hmm. because I'm like, will I lose this job? And the old scenario is actually playing in your presence. And I'm there. This one is they didn't they didn't come and you know like maybe you know if you were telling maybe somebody wants to take twenty k out of your one fifty. Mm. That's why they are telling the story. But like I was there. And then this woman just I was just like what the. So I didn't know whether to even be excited or be deflated. Yeah, to be deflated or be but one thing just to me. You've not lost your job. And you know what Phil Wharton said. I don't care anybody to bring it. You'll be running this event. God will bless for one. 
Wow. So he saw he didn't really he just saw that I was a bit and he has never seen your performance. Never ever met me. I didn't have a video. <laughs> there's no instagram there's to go and watch instagram to watch there's no facebook, facebook to watch maybe just facebook that has just few followers i mean i had four thousand almost immediately anyway you know and then yeah they say i don't care because he had he felt like maybe uh, i was being bullied mm. but i didn't see it like that <laughs> you know what i mean bully tani ボディ、ボディ、ボディ、ボディ、ボディ、ボディ、ボディ、ボディ、ボディ、ボディ、ボディ、ボディ、ボディ、ボディ、ボディ、ボディ、ボディ、ボディ、ボディ、ボディ、
But if you think he's doing a good job, it would be nice for you all to sit down and listen to him. Whoa! And um, if you think I should just hand over the microphone to him because you listen to him, it would be nice. What do you say? Give him the mic. And the man handed the mic. He said, go on. And then he sat down. Didn't do any other thing in that show again. He just said, maybe we'll just come and do comedy. Say because you are doing a good job. Mm-hmm. And that was it. Did the job called him up, he did comedy, we took a picture together, and then he sat down. And then when it was the after party, it was he did worked fully one that said a lot of surprises. I don't know who came, so it was too much, you know, a lot of people that I, I, I just watched him all through. Then he talked. Then and the next time I was seeing was when I muscle. Just give you the man three yeah, on stage straight. Yes, and then he threw me on stage, you know. And then that was it. And he has been my very good um teacher, mentor, and friend, you know, since then. He's a, he's a, he's a correct guy. He's my confidant. You know, we, we talk a lot, you know. Um, he's a very patient human being. LJ. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And um, he's... I have a question, right? He's really, he, he has helped me a lot. I remember the first time I was going to US to... I was supposed to go and perform, but I missed the performance anyway. But he said, go now, go and do it. I said, bros, I don't get money. Go. It's good to experience. You shared the story on his birthday, I think. Yeah, you know. Then he he brought money to me. You know, I'd even checked in. I didn't even find his... He found his way to get to me. And then he said, oh, all right. You want to go back? But I was having one of them. He said, all right. If you know Alibaba, it's all right, all right. We'll be calling. He gave me some money. that I'm like, ah. I can't be kind, and then I just gave it to you know my wife then to change, and then send to, sent to me, you know, to send to me and the rest of it. And since then we've been, you know, I worked with on radio for almost I think four years. You know, I've worked on all the shows since then. You know, I missed one show that one time, and then it was like, why were you not here? Like, why were you not here? Since then, I've never missed a show, and um, we worked together on so many. You know, my third anniversary was there to bless me, you know, at the club. And um, by this December, by gosh, Chris Alibaba is going to be there. This is the 20th edition of Laugh Up Live. You know, wow. so this is the 20th edition of my show. This is after you are. Of course, so speaking, of, yeah. s- speaking of the transition between you and yeah. now, and I think maybe I, I get a sense of where the answer is, but okay. your early acts, your early performances, yeah. even in stand up, when pigeon english that's what yes. i remember laugh of us right okay yeah. but <clears throat> that has changed obviously is it because of the transition <laughs> to corporate audiences yeah I, I mean it's it's um you know when i was in ui you know ui now a lot of people might not just accept this or i might not really have the data to support it ui is a mm-hmm. two school whether you like it or not we're crazy <laughs> we are mad we be arrow at the same time but i felt it was tush so i had the language for the lecturers and co and then don't forget that some of my lecturers were also my audience and it happened that some of them were my fans and when they see me in classes or something they start giving me notes correcting my english this one that one you know like mrs anda oh oh everyone knows mrs anda i tell you you know, so she's telling me, you know, this English is not right. This is how you. But then, you know, in comedy, you know, uh, you know, um, sometimes you're just trying to get into the character and use the lingua of that, you know, just so that it can be a little more ridiculous or incongruous as the case may be, you know. So then 
we watch a set and then I took the feedback to be able to know, okay, when I want to be correct and when I'm intentionally being improper. Do you understand? So that you can get the comedy out. Then later you're performing to Zika is to to Hawaii, to you need to be crazy. They need to know that you're crazy. They're not after the English, they're after the madness. English (laughs) (laughs) So English wasn't the you had to speak pigeon. And then my secondary school taught me pigeon. I went to Panagri Grammar. Okay, I went to Odogolu at first. We were speaking English there. My senior did this, my senior did that. When I went to Panagri, ah, senior I talk to me guys. Senior I talk to me guys. Ah, so you got to be, you know. So, so I mean, my my when I speak pigeon, some people say I don't speak pigeon like a regular Yoruba person. This is because I went to school with Ajegunle boys, worry boys, I feel you worry people, you know, you know. I mean, so. And then you now capital, you now serve yes, in the east. Yes, and I served in the east, so you can imagine. So it um, the language, you know, the main language changed based on the audience, you know, that I was feeding, you know, um, as I was going and as I was growing in the game. Um, Pigeon was major back in school, you know, because I mean, when I become a commoner, that should be Pigeon. When I'm comparing it, has to uh, it could be English. Then we moved to. Then I came to Lagos with my English, with my English, yeah. He worked with the KPMG people and some of the corporate jobs are getting put to push it into comedy was a bit different. Now, I now decided at some point that I don't want to really be doing so when we did for worry, because I don't be worry boy, and the worry boys will understand this better. You understand? So I deliberately now used Yoruba. So if I, I'll do my English, and then if I have to, I switch Yoruba rather than pigeon because the coolest pigeon really to flow with was the worry pigeon for comedy because it became like the lingua franca you know what i mean with the influence of the likes of you know alibaba die you know i go save you know and the rest of you know the worry boys you know, worry clan, Godons, you know worry was the you know, and blue and, you know so it's so it so for me i intentionally i became intentional with my language you know and um, because don't forget again, I appeal more to the corporate brands. Right. So I needed to speak the language that they were that they understood that they were cool with for most part of it. And if I then need to switch, I don't want to forget my source. I'm a Yoruba boy, I'm a Lebanon boy, I was born in Lagos, I'm a Nigeria boy. So I'd rather go to my original, you know, um, language and dialects as interjection because that would define me more. And my people, right. whether I like it or not, they accept me more. I want to accept everywhere else here, but my people will first accept me more than any other person eventually. Because when my people accept me, everybody will take me more. Let me be local. It's just like your Russell yeah, Peters, what's his name? He's Indian Canadian, you understand? So I mean that's him, you know, and he's going to it's going to flow better in that way. So the language changed, you're right. But I would say it didn't necessarily change, it's growing. As my own days are growing, I'm growing with it, and I'm rebranding. You know, you're learning, you're relearning, and for me, I see myself as very fast. I was just in Ijebu, which day, and I was speaking Ijebu, then to my Ijebu people. <laughs> you know, I was playing Ijebu with my Ijebu people. So the audience determine it, you know, and the people I feed right now mainly, you know, are the corporate, you know, corporate brands, you know, and then of course my people. I'm not trying to say I've gone going beyond them. They are similar, but they touch base. They're like, you know, and then when we need to keep it, ladies and gentlemen, you're very welcome to, we keep it there too. So you have to you create know. those. Yeah, I, if you look at one of my recent posts, you know, I usually don't do that, but 
I, I, I was opportune to actually attend some weddings recently that had other people MC it, you know, and I, for, 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 for once, I felt I was being underpriced. Because, um, is this, is this it? <laughs> like, I like it, I'm like, oh, so this is what people pay some people for, and then they do this. And they go. And some people are pricing me, and then they say, which I'm like, come on, no. I'm, I'm not taking that trash anymore. I'm adding more to it because what I give is different. And if you look at the post, I had to just post how I did an event. I've been keeping it before because, because trust me, people will steal that thing and start using a style because the the industry is <laughs> is uh, everybody's and everybody's trying to survive. Once more, we we'll pick to, it. Yeah. One up, we we'll pick it, and then you say laugh up stole from. That's it. That's it. You know, I, I went to I went to an event. usually when I go to an event, I don't I don't I just flow with the band. I don't have to stop a band to prove a point that I'm funny or that I'm the MC. I just need a band that was also very mature. And awesome band is is very matured, you know. There are bands that they know that the They'll MC... They'll be telling Afek Pawu, Afek Pawu, Afek Pawu, also. But there's like, a band that they know that... They paid you well already. Yeah. Nobody has paid you. know you have paid. It's not those one like Ali, she, Ali, she, and then you understand. So I was able to flow with them, you know, do my comedy and stuff. I'm going to have my moment when everything is shut down and I'm going to do moment. But I look for that moment. I don't force my jokes on you. You can't be eating so, anyhow. People serving anyhow. Yeah. What What, what do you say? Oh, so I was going to ask a question about your jokes specifically and okay. um, your performances. Are there any topics or situations that are off limits for you that you will not joke about? Are there any topic or situations that are off limits for me? As a performer, the, the answer would be no. Capital okay. no. Um, but as a as a brand. I would say that my audience, I must read my audience. I can't go to Winners Chapel and start performing, you know, LGBTQ stuff. You understand? Or anti-church stuff. And if it's anti-stuff, maybe you can have the theme of anti-church, but that's actually not the main focus. Because sometimes in talking about, in having, in discussing sex education you have to discuss sex so the question is and to what end you get my point so right. you have to read the house if i'm talking to doctors i want to keep it within because again what makes comedy comedy is the common ground that everybody falls on. yeah that everybody falls on so i mean i'm talking to mechanics and i want to be talking about doctors except of course i want to parallel or juxtapose their job that they are also card doctors you understand okay so I can't be speaking in vacuum of my so that audience. Be a connection it point. must be a connect. That's it. I want to entertain you. I'm talking art. I'm talking writing. I'm talking literature. I'm talking performances. I'm talking acting. I'm talking film. You understand? I want to talk to. And this was how valuable is research to you then? Extremely valuable, as in extremely, because that's the difference between a fantastically good MC and just an MC. Okay, well, a fantastically good comedian and just and, and another and just comedian. Somebody that can make you laugh because you have to come with your jokes. But then what happens if what you come with doesn't even work, even after your research? Mm. So again, that is the further research, which is not just researching the jokes to tell, but researching how to, to tell, tell jokes. jokes. 